Hey everyone, welcome back to Nighttime Nostalgia. So let me begin with an apology. I had a difficulty with an upload last week, so I missed a segment. The issue is resolved now, but I hope you guys can find it in your heart to forgive me. So I'm back, I'm excited, I'm nervous, because this is our first episode of Pearls for Girls. So about a year or two, my wife and I had to change up our routines. You know, She had an early schedule, and I had a midday to a late schedule. So that meant me playing a greater role in the morning time with my daughters. Now, they had to endure a lot of crappy hairstyles, and to their credit, they took it like champs. But a month or two or so, I started to get real nice with it, talking bows, ribbons, all of that good stuff. But one day in particular, I was running late for work. So I brushed my oldest daughter's hair back, slap a hairband in, and we were off. She had this big smile on her face and kept touching her hair, wanted me to roll down the window so the wind could blow. Uh, she was happy. So I left her at school in the best of moods. So I'm off to work. I had a pretty decent day. And I come back to the most pensive look on her face. You know that look you have when you can't remember if you left the iron on or the stove on and you're 20 miles away from your home? That look. So I allow her to get in the car and give her a couple of minutes. And I ask her, is everything okay? And she responds to me, why didn't you fix my hair? So I'm confused. I'm looking in my rear view and I see this beautiful head of brown curly hair blowing in the wind. And for whatever reason, she now feels differently about how her hair looks. So it hits me. The majority of the girls in her class had straight hair. When I was putting in the braids and the bows, none of them realized that there was a difference. For the first time in her young life, there was something that separated her from almost everyone that she knew. And she was trying her best to process whether it was a good thing or a bad thing. So I'm at a crossroad. Do I brush it off and chalk it up to kids will be kids and let her develop insecurities and fears about her differences? Or do I take the time to celebrate them with her? Let them just know how unique she really is. I think the day I sat her down and showed her at least 50 images of impactful people from every race, every gender. Nelson Mandela, Mother Teresa, Sir Winston Churchill, Martin Luther King. Shoot, I think we spoke about Bruce Lee. You know, we discussed their stories, the things that they had to overcome, and how they made a difference in the lives of people around the world, especially your dad. So these memories, expressions, emotions was what I prayed would be the building blocks of her personality, of her identity as a person. So I had that conversation with my daughter at an early age. And I tell people this story uh, often. And most people was like, wow, Mel, you know, I think you took it a bit far. But I beg to differ. You know, it happens at different times for everyone. But at some point in time, our daughters become aware of the things that can either break them or empower them. Things like skin color, height, weight, body shape, and all the imagery that we see on a daily basis and tend to cast judgments. In case you ever notice, there's a subtle, constant attack on women globally. Movies, social feed, careers, you name it. Whether serious or in jest, there's an overt and sometimes subliminal portrayal of women to be emotional and fragile, needy people who define themselves by the men around them and pretty much fixated on their appearance. You know, the funny thing is, the attack is so effective that it's sort of confusing. 
Curly-haired women want straight hair and vice versa. Skinny women want to be big and big women want to be skinny. Craziest one is dark-skinned women find ways to lighten their appearance and the lighter complexion among them risks skin cancer to darken their skin. All in an effort to look like whomever the powers that be narrowly defined as beautiful. Now, my sister once told me to type in the phrase beautiful women in the search bar. And she wanted me to discuss the images that I saw. I want you to do the same thing. Simply put, the world's idea of beauty plays a major role in the fractured identities and body dysmorphia that becomes commonplace with so many of our young women. Beautiful, intelligent, unique women, destroying their natural beauty, plastering their faces so much that they're wearing literal masks, trying to mimic or resemble a small group that supposedly represents beauty. There's a reason why I'm putting myself out here like this. It's because I want to do my best to make sure that I ensure that my girls have a strong identity. That's going to help them to identify with others and more importantly to create healthy boundaries. If you're not strong enough to build boundaries on your own, you allow someone else to do it for you. Now, how many times you've shook your head because a friend or family member is being mistreated in a relationship or at work or and you wonder why they take it for so long why do they endure it it's because they allowed someone else to tell them how far they should go how much should they allow young ladies whenever the day comes when you have to face misogyny because of your gender or scrutiny because of your race let those experiences strengthen your identity Never let the day come when you can't look in the mirror and be proud of who you are and the potential of life.